You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Another Big Ten game that I think we've actually fared fairly well when we've been on the road outside of the Virginia game, but in Big Ten play, we played well on the road, so I'm, I'm excited to get our crew. Uh, and, and get on the road and see where we're at this coming Saturday. It's the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, revving up for our number two. Larry Smith, Mike Hagley, Brad Sturdy, Patrick Quinn on the board. That was Brett Bielema's opening line in his weekly presser back on Monday. His Illini hitting the road where they have played well in the Big Ten at Minnesota. It's 11 a.m. Central Time kickoff on ESPN2. A win at seventh-ranked Penn State, a game you should have won at Purdue and now taking on the Gophers up in the Twin Cities. We'll hear from both coaches here in the next hour, as well as Nancy Fay, the fighting Illini women's basketball coach and expectations for the upcoming campaign. They tip off the regular season next Tuesday morning at State Farm Center. More on that coming up as well. We begin the hour talking about the men's team, ranked 11th in the AP preseason poll. Uh, We discussed this matchup with Jackson State in the last hour, but I want to ask you guys, what makes this team unique from last year? Ile DeSumo was gone and yet most close to the program expect an improvement in this next season. So why is the optimism so high in your opinion? Well, I think depth, I, depth, Larry. I mean, there's just more pieces. There's more weapons. Um, although you don't have that closer in Iota Sumu at the end of the games, really you've got so many more weapons. You shoot the ball better. You've got more experience. You're older. This is a really old team when they're all there now. Right now, I mean, obviously they're battling through injuries, and, and but they do have two star power players. They have Kofi Coburn, Coburn and Andre Kerbella, who are star players. You got two stars, you got pieces around them, then you end up have a chance to be really good if once everything gets together. Now, I think this team will be a lot better in March than they're going to start this season. So hopefully, people won't get discouraged if they battle through a couple injuries. Even in the exhibition game, we saw. Trent Frazier go down. He only plays two minutes. You have Demonte Williams sat out. Austin Hutchinson sat it out. Kofi Coburn, we already talked about, he's going to have a three-game suspension to start the season. So a lot of pieces that won't be there at the beginning uh, will be there at the end. Yeah, and I think the other thing that this team has is it has the ability, despite being an older team, it has the ability to improve dramatically throughout the year. Omar Payne has a lot of potential. Hasn't really showed it yet. And Coach Underwood has proven his ability to get players to peak at the right time. Austin Hutcherson, fantastic amount of potential. Hasn't had a chance to do much at the D1 level. He's going to improve. And then we've got the three freshmen as well who are, who knows what type of playing time they're going to get. Uh, Coleman Hawkins, again, a guy who really could develop as the season goes on. So while this team is an older team, I think they will be a much better team later in the year than they are now. Oh, and don't forget about the fans that will be packing the State Farm Center. Um, that's the big difference, I think, is the, these guys are going to see the, the sixth man, so to speak, seventh man, if whatever you want to call it. The fans there are going to be a huge difference. And again, we'll have the Mizzou game. We're going to have um, you know, lots of, you know, you're going to have the, uh, what the, uh, what I'm trying to think. It's not the black eyes, the orange crush, the orange crush are going to go on the road again, and they're going to show up just like they always do and sneak up on the opponent. The fans are going to be a big difference too. Plus Kofi and all preseason, all American. There you go. Yeah. I think that's, um, Brad brings up a really good point in terms of injuries. And that's the, that's the one piece that as we went into this, 
with the players you've got and you do have the star power that I'm, I'm not sure maybe in the eighties with the flying Illini where you had this, where you've got, I mean, you've got a, a preseason potential player of the year and a bona fide first team all American. You've got a guy in Corbello who could win the Koozie award. I mean, that's, that's realistic. And then you got Trent Frazier who was just picked this week by Fox sports as the top defensive player of the year in the entire country. Um, I, I'm not sure that, that I recall having that kind of star power. But the question to your point is, and my, my next question then, who's the who's the one player? I and mean, I think obviously we're going to say Omar Payne. We might have already talked about this again. But in terms of the, the, the freshman, which player kind of has to develop now if you've got guards out, if DeMonte is banged up, if Austin Hutcherson's banged up, if Trent Frazier can't go for some reason, those are all guards. Um, who then has to step up? Is it is it Goody on a wing position? Is it Pazemski? Brad, I'll start with you. Who's got to step up and among the three uh, the three freshmen? I think it's going to depend on what they need. If they need a guy to handle the ball more, it's probably going to be Pazemski. Although I, I'm not, I think he's learning to play point guard still. Um, but if it's a wing, I think it's R.J. Melendez. I think Luke Goody slots more as a three-four. I think R.J. slots more as a two-three. And so that's where I think you can see those guys. I, I've been really impressed with Luke Goody so far. He does all those little things, and he can really shoot the ball. But R.J. Melendez is the guy who has that next-level talent once he puts it all together. So if he, he can come out and have a game where you're like, wow, and he, he can be really good. Now he's going to have games when you go out and go, whoa, as well. So a wow and a whoa, that's what freshmen do. Yeah, it's like listening to our broadcast. No, <laughs> I think ultimately <laughs> – you know, Matt gets on, we all go, whoa, and then Brad and I, wow. <laughs> um, but no, the, the, the bottom line is, is I do think Melendez <laughs> is the guy. <laughs> you know, when Matt's not here, we can talk. Um, but R.J. Melendez <laughs> is the guy who gets in the right place, uh, and, and Luke Goody does the same thing. And, if you know, those guys are, are – they, if they get to the place where they can score, they get to the place where they get the loose ball – that gives you an opportunity to showcase your talent. So I think I think um, they're in a, they're obviously the type of guys who could make a difference for the Illini for a game or two. I'm not certain anybody is going to be out there, you know, 20 minutes a game of that freshman group, and and at least not till later in the season. Yeah, I don't see that happening either. I agree with you, Mike. But uh, Goody seems to be, from what I've seen on social media with the guys and how they're kind of ribbing him, they want him to get a little tougher. Um, it seems like they want him to take the ball when it matters too. By the way, uh, Mike, Matt's going to get you. Um, you know, he, <laughs> yeah, listens, he, is. he listens every minute of the show, and I, I guarantee you. And uh, he's going to come back next week and get you. So he'll he'll, he'll never hear it. <laughs> <laughs> you promise? You promise? Yeah. Uh, I will add that I was not thinking "whoa" for Matt. <laughs> uh, may have been another "whoa," but it wasn't Matt. Brad, Brad you can't be that hard on yourself. <laughs> oh, oh my and the and the beat goes wasn't on. larry either <laughs> oh patrick gosh we're pointing fingers at everybody brad could be could be i'm just here to play traffic cops so i don't get fined that's why i'm here right now so <laughs> i gotta tell you my final thought before we take a quick break is the one thing i'm optimistic about these these two preseason two exhibition games that we just saw is that um we know brad as you said you know freshman you never know it's it is the the wow and the woe, and there's no question. You're always going to have that. Um, but I think that if you do need somebody, they're going to find a way. And um, these this early season issues with a couple of injuries here and there only makes them stronger for, for down the line, um, as we saw last year with uh, Corbello coming in when Io 
went out. Hey, great stuff there. We're going to take a quick break right now. We look at the Illini women's team up next and a quick check of the big matchups in college basketball as we start the season, including the one game that I, I honestly feel a little silly talking about. This is the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Sports Spectacular, Larry, Mike, Brad here with you until the top of the hour. Questions or concerns or to send a gift card to Mike just because you can reach us at info at IlliniGuys.com. You, you can send one to Brad as well. Just again, A Papa Dell's gift card would be very appreciated. You would. That would be your best gift. Your family would be so jealous if someone sent you a Papa Dell's gift card. Yeah, Lou Malnati's. I'd take that too. Portillo's. Another request. Brad, He's not any? picky when it comes to food. <laughs> Mike's not picky when it comes to food. It's if just it, food. All food it, is good. If it fits in my mouth, it's good. <laughs> Info at IlliniGuys.com. Feel free to, to bring them on. Uh, Illini at Minnesota in football this weekend. Illini women's basketball opening their season Tuesday morning at home versus North Carolina Central. 11 a.m. tip off at State Farm Center. Head coach Nancy Fay on the Sports Spectacular a few weeks ago talking about expectations for this season. We've talked about getting into the postseason since I've been here. Let's just be honest. We, we, we know we've got to break through. We've got to make that first step. It seems like when people, you know, get in the NCAA or especially even the NIT, there seems to be a, a momentum that starts gathering. And so, uh, you know, in the sense of not saying, hey, what do you got to do? I, I think it's really dangerous. Sometimes when you put that weight of you've got to win X amount of games, you've got to do this. Then what happens in the middle of the season if you're not heading that direction? I mean, well, let's just throw it away, you know. So to us, it's something you have to kind of go day by day. And we are we talk about this constantly in practice as being the moment. I can't control yesterday. I can learn from yesterday. I can't control tomorrow. I can prepare for tomorrow. But the, the reality is it's right now in this moment. And if we try to get a little bit better than we did yesterday, we'll be okay. Um, but we it's stacking days. It's stacking plays. It's stacking all that. And that's the mentality 
Uh, you know, when I, I won five national championships, those years we never said national championship. You know, okay, let's let's go at go back to work, do the things we do. The scoreboard will take care of itself. We all knew where we were, um, but to put that pressure, whether you're winning a lot or trying to build a program, I think is you got to be kind of wise in how you approach this with the, the players. Kendrick Prince of Illini Guys is back with us. Ken, what does this women's team need to do this season to see more success? They need to, uh, in my personal opinion, show that they that they've grown. Um, they've lost a lot of kids, but they brought a lot a lot of players in. You know, talking to Coach Faye, one of the things she talked about that her team was missing was the girls who know how to win and girls who knew how to play the game at the Big Ten level. And the fact that she felt that her team was good and she had the right recruits, but she also mentioned teams are just getting better as well. So the thing that I really like about this new roster that she has, she brought in a lot of new players that she feels can get it done at the next level for her. The Big Ten in women's basketball is loaded. Uh, as Ked mentioned, it's a loaded conference, so it's going to be difficult for them to climb that ladder. But I will say that they've they've done a better job of getting players. I think they've got a good staff of recruiters now. Um, they've got some young kids who can come in and play. I, I will say that um, it's going to be tough. Why are they playing at 11 a.m. too on a Tuesday? Does that seem odd? Couldn't they play that? I mean, wouldn't it be cool like if they played at like 4 and then the like and just you know and then the women the men's crowd kind of come in at the end. I mean that would be kind of cool too. I don't know, but but yeah, I, it's a it's a weird dynamic. It's gonna be tough for them to to move real high on the Big Ten standings, but I think they they need to show progress, win some more games because we got some young girls that have some talent. They just need some experience. Yeah, and I think sometimes you can get better, and the conference is so tough that the the record may not be hugely or dramatically improved. I also look to see what bringing on Corey Irvin's going to do for the long-term recruiting. Cause I think there's some opportunities to keep some talent in the state of Illinois that would be very beneficial to the program in the long run. Yeah. And they, and they, we've already seen some of that uh, already. We'll get into a little bit of that uh, next segment with the uh, kids recruiting roundup, you know, back over on the men's side, Tuesday opening night throughout college hoops, Michigan state versus number three, Kansas in the first of doubleheader at MSG. The second game, uh, admittedly, I got to be honest, it's kind of weird for me. It's a marquee matchup of two teams ranked in the top 10 in the preseason, even though both missed the NCAA tournament last year and both uh, wet the bed in the uh, opinion of their fan bases. Ninth ranked Duke versus number 10 Kentucky. Yeah, so it's a battle of the now uh, NIL Giants as uh, Kentucky and Ty Ty, you know, lead up against the, the Duke team. And I, you know, there's a lot of talent on those two teams. Can those two coaches make the youth movement work this year when they have to compete against people like Illinois and Gonzaga that have older teams? I'm not, I'm not certain they're going to be able to get that, that formula working anymore. I don't see Anthony Davis on either team. Yeah, I think you almost have to have one and done. You got to have a guy who's really a, almost a generational talent. Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony. I mean, they're really good. And then the other side of it is, I think you've got to have veterans. I mean, you go back and look at some of those when when Melo won, he had some veterans with him. When you look at Kentucky when they won, Darius Miller. Um, you look at when Duke won with those guys. I mean, they have veteran guys to go with them, and I, I think that makes a huge difference. And that's why we haven't seen as much. I. So I think it's going to come down. Ty Ty's good. Paolo, Paolo Vanchero, fantastic yep. for Duke. It's going to be fun to watch those guys play. But 
I, I think it's going to come down to can their older guys pick up the slack um, to be that, that kind of lead those guys uh, through the tough times because it's not easy playing college basketball. Well, for me, I just want to see all these fans come out of the pandemic and for them to see some of the best college basketball again. I mean, we're due. It's been a long time. So I'm looking forward to that, if anything. The teams are always going to be good. Those teams are blue bloods, and they may struggle one year, but the next year they reload. Yeah, yeah, they do. And so interested to see how they're going to – one of those two teams, Duke, Kentucky's going to come out with a loss early. The question is, will that – Will that win or that loss mean anything come March? Last year, it did not. Both teams were on the outside looking in. Uh, in Kentucky's case, worst season since before the Great Depression. Um, it was catastrophically bad. But they've got a different team this year, and they look good in the preseason. Uh, number one, Gonzaga. Number two, UCLA both open on Tuesday as well. Seventh-ranked Purdue at home versus uh, Bellarmine out of uh, Louisville. The short trip uh, up up I-65 to, uh, to take on uh, uh, the Boilers up toward uh, closer to Indianapolis. Sixth-ranked Michigan hosting Buffalo on Wednesday. College hoop season is here, fellas, and we can't wait. Hey, stay with us. Ked's putting on the 10-gallon hat right now as I speak, and that can mean only one thing. The recruiting roundup is next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com growing your family opening your own business retiring to travel leaving your legacy at Busey bank we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work UC bank building business Growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Paramedic, firefighter, police officer. Different job titles, one common goal to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at ourboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. Spurs up, lassos out. Time for the recruiting roundup with LaniGuys.com Director of Recruiting, Kedrick Prince. Here you go. I can see you got the chaps on, thankfully fully dressed. Uh, 10-gallon hat, lasso in hand. Hey, let's talk. We, let's continue what we were mentioning a moment ago talking about the, the women's program. And, um, you know, there was a, a big recruit that Coach Faye got in July. The problem was it was the same morning it came out about an hour before Kofi announced that he was going to stay at Illinois. Uh, tell us about uh, this young lady out of Chicago. Her name is Camille Jackson, and this was a big, big catch for Illinois. You know, in the past, they typically lose guards like that or players like that throughout the state. Um, she started her high school career with Neon, but I think she's at Butler College Prep right now. But she was just a huge recruit. 
because, um, you know, the assistant coach, Corey Irvin, is on staff. And if anybody knows anything about high school basketball, they know the Irvins know their basketball and they're very good when it comes to recruiting. So she had a big hand in landing her to the University of Illinois. How good of a recruit is Camille Jackson? She has a chance to be Mrs. Basketball in the state of Illinois. And when was the last time women's program had somebody like that? Yeah, it's impressive. Women doing well. Men also doing well. You know, Jaden Epps had a you – know, you got two commitments right now, Jaden Epps and Sincere Harris. Jaden Epps has already started. He's at Combine Academy out of North Carolina. And for those of you who probably don't follow this closely, he had 41 the other day against Overtime Elite. And now the thing about Overtime Elite is they have two guards on that team um, uh, who are going – who are projected first-round draft picks um, next year. So they're playing in – or in two years, I guess. Um, they, they, so he's playing against really, really quality talent. And he's gotten up – he put up 41 points. It's pretty impressive. And so Jay Nepp's going to come in and surprise some people at Illinois. He's a little bit underrated nationally. Yeah, he's he is definitely underrated. And, of course, one of the best-ranked people, uh, J.J. Taylor, uh, who was going to Kenwood – has now transferred to Donda Academy, which is a basketball academy started by uh, no less than the basketball mind of Kanye West. So we will see exactly uh, how that goes out. Already, I think LeBron's, Bronny is there amongst some other people. So that is a big uh, power switch to have somebody uh, from Illinois going out West. And um, let's hope that Illinois still stays tight with him because he is a talent. I've got two questions on that. Um, had they hired a coach yet? Last I looked, they had three or two or three five-star guys in the class of 2022. Taylor's at 2023, of course, and they hired, hadn't hired a coach. Have they hired a coach even started classes? Does anybody don't, know? Don't think so. Don't think no. so. In fact, one of the guys was Epps' teammate, Robert Dillingham, who's the top 10 guy in 2023, was going to be with Epps, and now he's at Donda. So they have a schedule. They have a basketball schedule. I don't know if they actually take classes, but they have a basketball schedule. Eventually they'll have a coach, and they'll go play some games. And they'll probably win a lot of games just because they have a lot of dudes that are really good at basketball. Yeah, yeah. And probably, and probably coaching themselves at some point. <laughs> just to pick up games. All right. Who's who, who's got shirts? All right. All right, here we go. Uh, and, and here's a question, too. Does – how does this affect um, – Brad, I'll start with you, but for anybody. How does this affect Illinois? Um, does this hurt Illinois that he's no longer in Chicago, or does, does it help? I think Illinois is in a good position with J.J. Taylor. They've done a good job there. It probably helps them a little bit um, that he's – you know, in the sense that maybe – I think Illinois and Kentucky were the schools that you thought were going to be in the mix for him. Um, and this kind of maybe hurts Kentucky – and they have another 2023 kid very similar who they're really pushing for. So I think that Illinois is in a pretty good spot with J.J. Taylor considering, um, you know, he's a top 10 kid nationally. And so uh, they've got an opportunity there, and they're going to definitely see some Donda prep games this fall or this winter for sure. Yeah, and maybe maybe some other Chicago native can put together a recruiting video to help J.J. decide Illinois is a good place to go to school. You talk about a great recruiting tool for IOD Sumo. Um, his post-game press conference, you know, against the Boston Celtics, talking about the development that he's had in the Brad Underwood, the coaching that he's had at the University of Illinois. I think that's great for recruits to see. A lot of recruits want to know if Illinois is going to put players in the NBA. And, I, you know, there was talk about Iowa going to the G League, and maybe he's, you know, proven himself and he's going to stick around. But that post-game press conference, it was amazing to hear. 
Absolutely. Yeah, he definitely yeah. sold Illinois. Yeah, there's a out. reason. There's a reason why I had Io number one on my fighting Illini basketball <laughs> all time, and he's just proven it. He's that type of guy. It's always about Mike. Just remember, it's always about Mike. Always. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was awesome. It's your turn this week, Mike, and not mine. <laughs> I think we were saying uh, before, guys, when when Io fell out of the first round, and again that that the Bulls got a player of the yep. talent of a fifteen or twenty, fifteenth uh, or twentieth pick in that range, late teens for second round money. I mean, you know, it's just amazing the things he can step in and do. A lot of that's maturity, and again, the coaching he got at Illinois and um, and his own perseverance. So and the work I, ethic, yep. the work ethic of a top five guy. Absolutely. What an ambassador for the program. And uh, we, we, uh, we'll talk more about IO here in a few minutes here. Hey, Ken, thanks. Watch out for that 10 gallon hat on the way out and grab your coffee. Thanks for having me again, guys. <laughs> we'll see you. Kendrick Prince, <laughs> see director you. of recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. He never knows really how to take me when, when I say that. I mean, it's uh, Ken's such a nice guy. And he's, he always wonders what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, Illini at Minnesota on this college football weekend. And my most impressive thing about the Minnesota Gophers, I've been teasing it for 90 minutes now, and now I'm finally going to tell you. That's next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Okay, you guys were killing me in the last two commercial breaks. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, by the way. A complete pregame and postgame coverage of the Illini at Minnesota on our website, IlliniGuys.com. Okay, got that business out of the way. Uh, you're dying to know what impressed me the most about Minnesota this week, right? Well, yes. it, it's not the offensive line or the deep stable of running backs. It was PJ Flex attire. Did you guys have I, – I wish radio was visual so you could see it. Did, did you guys see it? Designer tailored suit? Very dapper. I mean, I, I can't – I've covered hundreds, if not – it feels like thousands of, of press conferences in my career, in my life. Now it's out of a pregame, day before presser, like prior to a college football national championship game. I don't think I've ever seen a coach dressed like that for just a regular weekly news conference. I, I haven't, Larry, but I will say that it kind of – it doesn't surprise me that you would like that because as I look around this room, <laughs> I've got a black hoodie on. Mike's got a dry foot shirt on. He should never be allowed to wear in public. And you're in a suit and tie. And so I guess that shows why the suit and tie. I mean, some of us are just dapper. Some of us are cool. And some of us wear clothing that we should never wear in public. He he does get a little overdressed, Mr. Fleck, though. He, he really kind of looks like Bobby the Brain Heenan when he's wearing his little suit to the wrestling match and everybody else is there in a singlet. So I guess maybe PJ Fleck and, and Larry are shades of Bobby, the brain Heenan as they get to watch us run around in our hoodies and our uh, under armor dry fits. I, I think Mike is wearing a singlet right now. Just so we, <laughs> as scary as that side is. So that's what we're, that's why we appreciate PJ Fleck getting dressed up in a suit. It's elite. There you <laughs> go. It is. It's elite, it's elite, all right. It is. <laughs> well, we've got we've got Ken and the ten gallon cowboy hat and the chaps, and then we've got Mike in the singlet. The visuals on this show uh, just get amazing. Worse. They're as amazing. We, as, <laughs> they're they're amazing. amazing. That's amazing. Right. Yeah, amazing. I am proud of the 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 tie and uh, 
and uh, pocket silk guy. So, okay. I, I got to own that. I can't, I can't be mad. And I, and, and, and Brad's a good friend. So I'll, I'll take that, you know, but uh, I, I think a lot of us, uh, though we may not be Minnesota fans, we do respect what Fleck has built up there. A big part of that is the Gophers offensive line and the revamping of that was intentional by Fleck and his staff. Here's his take in uh, on that in his presser earlier this week. Now it, it's a bit long, uh, but it's pretty good. Let's take a listen. Yeah. I think when, especially when you're in the big 10, I think you win games up front. I think uh, that, that has, that has stayed true. Uh, tried and true throughout the years, even back when I was a kid, just you always knew about, you know, you had to be able to run the ball. You had to be able to have big offensive linemen that could move athletic. And I think that was the biggest difference, you know, when I played in the Mac and you kind of looked at big 10 lines are always bigger and stronger. And, you know, we have a pretty big offensive line, but just because you're big doesn't make you good. You know, Um, these guys have played together for a very long period of time. And the camaraderie with them is, is incredibly close. It's a tight knit group. Um, there's guys who played a lot of football, and it's not just playing football. It's the experiences they've gone through together. Um, they've won together. They've lost together. Had close defeats, close wins. Um, they've all battled through certain things personally. Not only that, injuries. Um, this is a really tight-knit group that, that made choices to come back, a lot of them. Um, and, you know, the one thing about us is, you know, we're, you know, we do what we can do. We don't just sit there and put the square peg into the round hole. We have a system, and they've, they've done a great job of developing within the system. Not only that, we've developed our system to our strength, which is our offensive line. And I think some people, when you talk about, you know, who are your best players, you know, you start rattling off the skill positions, offensively, defensively, the quarterback, things like that. But I've told our football team, to begin, some of our best players are our offensive linemen. And you've got to build around your best players. And we've done everything we possibly can to do that. Unfortunately, with some of the skill positions, we've had a lot of injuries this year, which is you, know, you always wonder what that would look like with some of those guys in there. Um, and I think people got a chance to see a little bit of that maybe for one half. Um, but they just continue to, to, to work together on and off the field. They're incredibly close to hang out with each other off the field. And I think they're setting an example and a precedent of what it means to be an offensive lineman here at the University of Minnesota. It's well-documented. We haven't had an offensive lineman drafted in 15 years, and that's well-documented. I've said, I've said that. That's not like, oops, you know, oh, now we're not going to be able to get an offensive lineman. Uh, that's all going to change this year. And when I, got, when I got here, we said that we were going to change a lot of the thoughts, perceptions, and ideas of what people have uh, about our program, about the University of Minnesota, and, and break some of those things that have not happened in a long period of time, whether that's beating a certain opponent or winning a certain amount of games or – getting people drafted, right? And it's pretty easy when you're recruiting against us to talk about, well, they haven't had an offensive line draft. Why would you want to go there? Well, we're, again, it takes time. It takes a, that's a cultural sustainability. It takes a while for that to happen because we did it with high school kids and develop them, and it takes four or five years to get them to where they are now, and we're going to have a lot of guys drafted hopefully this year and then in years to come. So it's, a, it's another one you check off as sitting there and go, okay, we've done that. What else do we have to keep? fixing and, and, and make better and developing. So long answer to your short question, really good question because they deserve a lot of credit. They're, they're a really good unit uh, and, and incredible people. Take football aside. I mean, these are, these are, these are young men. Can't call them kids anymore. I mean, they're grown. I mean, when I, when I dismiss them for, for meals, right, I can't say seniors and juniors and sophomores and freshmen. And usually I don't, that's the only time I ever sit there and we, we categorize our team by how old you are is when we eat. But usually a special teams eats before any of them anyway. But now I got to say, okay, anybody, you know, 24 and older, and then like 20 guys stand up and go, go eat. I'm like, my goodness. 
and uh, then you go all the way down to 17 years old. So, I mean, we have we have uh, a wide spectrum of ages on this team, but uh, they're incredible people. They're going to be doctors. They're going to be actuaries. There's going to there's going to be lawyers. They're going to be teachers. I mean, they're going to be incredible husbands and fathers, and it's a it's a really fun group. And hopefully, they've done something here that they can be really proud of as we keep going forward. Um, that can again set the tone for the for the future of our offensive line of of what we're we're building. And you got a chance to see some of that even in, in Northwestern. The guys behind them, right? And uh, you know, I know they're they're chomping at the bit to be able to play as well. Yeah, and I think. Coach B will listen to that discussion on the offensive line. And when he's hearing that, he's probably nodding his head saying that's where we want to go and that's what I want to do. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I think that's the – Brett Bielema has talked about that's where I want to make the change right now. I want to establish – have a great offensive line. There's, there's a reason they're putting how many offensive linemen Brett Bielema has put in the NFL out on and in edits and things like that. It's because they want those offensive linemen – to be to be a strength at Illinois as well. To steal a line from Coach Bielema, it's borderline erotic to have linemen that look oh. like that. <laughs> Bielema said that really? Oh yeah, I, I think mean, he said. I think he said block he like that. Come on, Patrick, we're not <laughs> dropping down to that level. Just because I mean, Mike's in a singlet, don't let that tell you what, with your I, mind. I think it'd be borderline erotic to see an Illini football team at six and two. So I, I've I, I've lost all perspective on that. Well, I have the same thought as Bielema because not only were we born on the same day, 10 years apart, but I like me some huge linemen. And that's what we see at Wisconsin, and that's what we see at Minnesota. Patrick, you're like a quarter Bielema, though. <laughs> True. I'm about 100 pounds lighter than him. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I'm of the same ilk. I'm, I'm imagining someone finding this show for the first time going, wait a minute, wait. Who are these guys? What, what are they talking about? So, but no, you're exactly the singlet right. Man. That's right. <laughs> Singlets and, and For the first time I didn't start it either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're rubbing off on everyone, Mike. But yeah, there's no question. Um, uh, Larry, I have a question, Larry, though. Yeah. Were you the guy at school? Were you the kid at school that on picture day came dressed in like the suit and the tie? No. For school pictures? No, no. Okay. But I but I but I was back in the 80s, I was the guy who um who liked the designers. I mean, I was Mr. Jordache jeans and Sergio Valente and all that. So wow. he, had that, he had that sweater. He Averici. had the Jordache jeans and a sweater. He had a sweat. I guarantee he had a sweater yeah. and he had a mustache in seventh grade. Guaranteed. No, <laughs> I was like, like 25 before that happened. I think so. <laughs> yeah. At, at Muhammad, you know, back in the eighties, if you wore a Levi's polo shirt, you were like, Oh my gosh, you learned how to dress. Yeah, yeah. I was Izod Polos. I was Muhammad Seymour. Yeah, yeah. Ralph Lauren. I love Muhammad Seymour. MSHS, baby. Oh yeah. (laughs) Go Bulldogs. Mattoon High School. I'm telling you, they'll they'll tell you. So but I was but I I I was I did have more than one suit as a senior because I I had to. I was student council state president, so I had to give speeches and things. So I did Muhammad football, they in the playoffs? Yeah, undefeated. Look at that. Who do they play this week? Who do they play this week? Uh, what they're 10 and 0 there. It's a home game. I, they beat, uh, Jacksonville last week and I, right, I, I right. got to look, I can't remember. Hmm. I should know the answer. I, 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 I know two guys who can come in and give some pep talks next week. <laughs> could. So Mike that, could wear his singlet. That's <laughs> I don't think that's going to pep anybody up, Brad. 
That might terrify him before the game, but I'm not oh certain. My, oh my God. All right. We're going to, I'm going to save you from this more on the way. We'll step away from campus for just a moment. A central Illinois native gets a ring. And what about IO? Wow. That's next on the sports spectacular. They play triad. There you go. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. When life gets hectic, you need healthcare that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support, not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. Sports Spectacular still rolling right along. It is uh, Larry Smith, Brad Surdy, Mike Kegley, Patrick Quinn is on the board. Uh, guys, what do you guys want to talk about? What, what should we do? Brad, what do you think? Well, we should do a miscellaneous, miscellaneous? section because uh, that could yeah. be anything. That could be anything. What's another word we could use? Uh, <laughs> Potpourri. Oh, Potpourri. Potpourri. Look at Patrick. Yeah. Mr. Thesaurus. All right. There you go. Look at that. Uh, hey, let's He's talk. a Thesaurus. Uh, he is. Let's talk uh, NCAA. Brad, I want to start with you. We talked earlier in the show about uh, Kofi Colburn, the three-game suspension. Anyone who's just joining us, he's not going to be. Uh, in uniform until the Cincinnati game coming up on the 22nd of this month. Oklahoma State, big news this week, the NCAA holding up that postseason suspension. Brad, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, it happened, actually, ironically, it happened uh, when Brad Underwood was coach at Oklahoma State and an assistant coach, Lamont Evans, who had given money to a player. And if you go back and look at it, they they fired Evans, they self-reported, all this stuff was taken care of. And then now, years down the line, I think what happened in 2016, right? So you're mm-hmm. talking five years down the road. Now they've decided to punish Oklahoma State by putting these guys out of the NCAA tournament next spring. Now, everybody thought it was going to happen last year, but they didn't want to do that because Cade Cunningham was going to play in the NCAA tournament, and everybody wanted to see Cade Cunningham play in the mm. NCAA tournament. So we feel, we move it on to this year. There's no Cade Cunningham anymore. So – I'm sure that's just coincidence, but no, it just, it's a bad look. I mean, if you want to, I'd be okay if they want to find the school a large amount of money, find them some money, but then you're not taking stuff away from the kids. The kids are there to play basketball. Let them play. These kids didn't have anything to do with that. You got rid of the assistant who did it. The head coach is, you know, is at Illinois now. So he has no in, you know involvement at all. So it's just a weird, weird dynamic that they wait this long to make these decisions. Yeah, and that means Will Wade will get in trouble in two or three years for what he said about LSU basketball. I'm sorry, but the NCAA just has zero credibility. Zero. And if you think about it, the kids, the freshmen who are on this current Oklahoma State team, they were in seventh grade when these infractions happened. One kid got $300. One kid. 
and now they're not going to be able to play in the postseason. And a great point. Will Wade can coach us on with no issues. He just keeps rolling on like years later. What are we doing? Yeah. Hey, speaking of rolling on, uh, what to talk about? To, I'm Brad, Brad, I cut you off. You another know point on that? No, I was just going to say our guy we had on the show, you know, last week, Jeff Goodman mentioned that they should not be able to put any kind of in, uh, in during the semester, during the year when it happens, make it for next year. So all those kids want to transfer, they get their one-time transfer and get out. So they don't have to sit out all the kids coming in. It, it's not really fair to do this after they've started the year at that school. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Um, hey, let's talk IO. Uh, what a week for, for this guy and, and what a great job, uh, Mike, for the, for the, for the program. Um, uh, Monday night, 21 points, career high, 14 points. I think he was, was he six of six from the field? Yeah, it, it was a marvelous showing. He's starting to play double digit minutes each night. Uh, that's exactly what Illinois needs, uh, putting the guys in the NBA and then the, the the final piece will be this year if they can win the title and get the hardware coming to Illinois for the first time. Yeah, I was a great ambassador to Illinois. Just shows exactly what you can do, and he, he's selling that what you can learn to be an NBA player at Illinois. And Brad Underwood can produce NBA players. That's got to be great for recruiting. Yeah, and he wasn't a, a can't miss blue chip kid coming out of high school. And you look at the way his body's developed, his game has developed. There's no question about that. It's beginning developing. How about down Atlanta, the Braves, uh, World Series champs, Brian Snicker, the pride of Macon, Illinois. Really proud uh, and happy for Snit and just the job that he's done there coming up in the minor leagues with all those young players and what he's formed right there. A great job for him and, and uh, the organization. Well, if you think yeah, about it, he's spent about 40 years of his career in that organization. Yeah, he, he is the Braves, right? He is the Braves. He's he's not as old as Lauren Tate, though, right? Because no. so he's not that old. Let's not get, you know, Lauren, Lauren turned 90 this week. So I had to throw that in there. No, but uh, this is uh, it's a it's a great story. I mean, that's a great story. And, and was anybody how about the Braves winning, though, without arguably one of the best five players in Major League Baseball who's injured and out for the year in Acuna? So that's that's really an impressive job what they've been able to do this year with him for uh, for Snicker. And so Lair, the MVP, a former Cub. I like it. How about that? And I got a couple of rings. That's <laughs> very cool. Hey, before I let you guys go, we got to take a quick break. The first college football playoff projections out this week. Brad, I'll start with you. Do you agree with the picks? No. <laughs> I just don't understand. I, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. I get the whole strength schedule things, but you know what? It, it, they won. They beat Notre Dame. They, they've done what they needed to do. Michigan State as well. They've got quality wins. They should be up there. And, you know, those teams – Cincinnati needs to be in the top four. Um, I would not have Oregon, Ohio State, any of those. Alabama would be fourth if I'm doing it because, yeah, they lost to Texas A&M. And I'm not saying it's a bad loss, but, you know, Alabama's going to have an opportunity to win some games here down the stretch that could move them up, but they also got some opportunities to lose. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it seems like the big objective was to make sure that uh, Georgia and Alabama can fill two of the four slots at the end of the year, and that looks like what they're trying to accomplish. What, what do you do though? Here's a question, real quick. What do you do if what do you do if they're one of them has if Georgia beats Alabama by a field goal in in the uh, SEC title game? Does Alabama not make it with two losses, or do you put them in because well, look how close they are. Georgia's the best team in the country. Look how close they are. Now that that's going to be the justification that the SEC is going to sell. Meanwhile, Alabama fans will be panicking in the streets. So that might be fun to watch, but it certainly seems like 
you know, you're going to have, it really looks like they're trying to set up the SEC. Yeah, I, I, I think you run a risk of the LSU Alabama game that ended the BCS. If you because this feels very political, Brad, I'm with you 100%. Cincinnati went to Notre Dame and beat them, and we all watched. So you're right, schedule of strength. Yeah, I get all that, but you're asking these teams to go out and play, and they did it on the field. And if they run the table and you don't put them in the Final Four because of that, it's political. It's like it's just like. LSU, Alabama, and ratings are going to go down. That's that's my prediction. I mean, it's we just we don't want it. We're ready to see new blood, and if Alabama loses twice, so be it. So be yep. it. I'm with you. Cincinnati deserves to be in, and I don't. I I could give a hoot about the Bearcats. Could care less. But I'm I'm with you. You went out and did it. That's what's wrong with college football is you don't you don't have the opportunity to have a Gonzaga or a Butler or a VCU you or or a George Mason. That's impossible in college football. If you get a team like that, run with it. Boise State's another one. Go with it. No question at all. All right. That's my, rant, uh, hey, that's why I'm going to add to that. That's why college basketball is better because yeah. you have a team like Gonzaga, preseason number one, that is from a mid-major conference, but they're looking and say, hey, these guys are good. And they've, they've, they prove it on the floor every year. There you go. And that, that's why it's great. Yeah, yeah, because Gonzaga will go out last year and they will go beat a Kansas on neutral court and be rewarded with the number one seed. That never happens in football, to your point. And that's what's wrong with college football. I, I agree. I agree with you guys. Okay, uh, Patrick is is frantically waving. We got to take a commercial break. Okay, Patrick, I got you. We're, we're uh, commercial break and we're back to wrap things up. This is the Sports Spectacular. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions. And I always look at why do teams win, right? And, and one of the key things that, that jumped out to me was, you know, they're one of the only Power 5 teams to be in the top 15 in rush offense and rush defense. That says something to me. That's not a very common trait. Um, so that, that's something that jumps out pretty good. Back here to wrap things up on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com and on the Illini Guys radio network. Uh, we like our name, Illini Guys. Uh, dot com. That was uh, Brett Mielba talking about um, you know, Minnesota and, and, and some impressive things. Uh, Brad, I mean, um, you know, again, you, you say what you want about the Gophers, but that's a program right now that's uh, built things the right way. And right now they're ranked 20th in the country. Yeah, they, they do things the right way and, you know, run the ball, stop the run. I mean, that's like that old school football, right? Now, the one thing I'll say is when you run the ball and stop the run, you better win the game, though, because people don't like winning 10 to 7. You know, or, or losing 10 to 7, I should say. They want to win 10 to 7. They don't like losing 10 to 7. You lose like 41 to 38. Sometimes they're a little more tolerable of losing if you're putting points on the board. But uh, yeah, I, that's the Minnesota style. You know, um, now the big thing this week, though, Illinois has a huge advantage. Do you guys know the advantage this week? Do you know the advantage? No. Tell us. No. So here's the deal Illinois is only. Um, when it comes to rushing, they are rushing for 216 yards a game on the road 
and only giving up 79 yards rushing per game on the road. So clearly, even though Minnesota is elite at rushing and stopping the run, Illinois is a road team. They're also elite. Top 10 so in both categories. Will it be 10-10 to 10 going into overtime again? Yes, and that's why Illinois is able to slow down the rushing games. Is because then when you get to overtime, they can only get 25 yards. <laughs> but that's thing. You think there's going to be two touchdowns scored? That's an awful lot of touchdowns for an <laughs> Illinois game. Um, no, I, I think we're going to have more points than that in this one. They're going to have to score to win this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I do think when, you know, for the Illini fans who don't want a rushing-oriented team, this Minnesota – template is a scary one for them because coach Bielma would much rather have that type of team than he would the spread offense 41 to 38 victory that you talked about Brad and so could Minnesota be the future of Illinois don't know if they're uh-huh. six and two I'll take it same here <laughs> if they're six six and two they can, they can win three to nothing every game if it's six they're six and two I'll take it, Brad. I'm I'm all for it. I would agree with that. I, I don't the style for me, style points, don't care. I, I really don't care. Yeah. I, I've I've said before, if this team is eight and four every year, I'm I'm thrilled. Like a pig in mud. Happy. Beyond thrilled. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's been so long since this team has, has, has done just exactly that. No question at all. All right, guys, our final like note. a sportscaster in a suit and tie. That's right. <laughs> Or a head coach at a news conference. <laughs> final minute, guys. Uh, we got 20 seconds each. Uh, final thoughts. Brad, start with you. Yeah, basketball season's coming. Got Illinois fans, get your tickets. You want to see this team. They're going to be fun to watch, and they're going to make a run uh, in March, I believe. They're built for that. Yeah, get your tickets now because I'm telling you, there aren't many left, and you are going to be very disappointed if you, at work, if you don't get a chance to go to the State Farm Center and watch this team at least once this year. My mind is on basketball, but we do have a football game against Minnesota. I do not think Illinois wins this game, however. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. But you know what? I didn't think they'd win at Penn State either. So um, anything is possible. Hey, uh, that does it for this show. Once again, two hours flies right by. I was talking with one of the radio hosts, and they said, how in the world do you guys go so fast? I'm like, it's Brad and Mike because they just make fun of each other, and the laughter makes the time roll right on by. Thanks again for uh, Kedrick Prince, Matt Stevens. Uh, the Illini guys team coming by IlliniGuys.com, the place to go for your pregame postgame and all your analysis of Illini teams free seven day trial right now. And all the time, take us out for a free test drive before jumping on, but don't wait too long because this bus is already moving. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the game. We'll see you back here. Same time next week. Go Illini. ILL. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.